Hello everyone and welcome back to Spirit School. Of course, my name is Danielle Srank, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am so excited to bring you a podcast episode that has been requested so many times. And the truth is I haven't done it yet because I've been lazy, because I've been asked so many times for book recommendations and different things that I'm reading. And so I finally had a little bit of time this morning to put together a list of books that I have read that have impacted me, either my mediumship development have quenched some sort of thirst level when it came to my nerdiness around mediumship and historical uh, mediumship, as well as different books that cracked my heart open, different books that I recommend to clients quite a bit. So this is going to be a podcast episode on that, but do not worry because I am going to be spitting out the titles and authors of all the books, but I have created a PDF download for you so that you can have this book. It's a two-pager because there's that many books I wanted to recommend to you guys. So just click the link in the show notes. And that will take you to a PDF that will be all the books that I talk about here now. Also know that um, there are a lot more books that I have read than this on the topic, but these are the ones that stick out for me the most. So there are going to be a lot there. You might be like, why didn't you mention this book? I may have read it. I may not have read it. But I didn't mention it in here because as I was going through my own history, my I even went through my Audible and I went through my Kindle and I even went through my um, library book history to kind of pull out some of this list and also going back in my memory to when I was a teenager and I first started getting really interested in mediumship development. And so here is somewhat an extensive list for you and I hope you enjoy it again this was something that was really recorded uh requested that I record uh if you do hear a little bit of background noise please don't mind I have my little puppy here with me uh we have we're getting our house painted right now so everything's kind of compiled into one room so usually I would just have her hang out downstairs but I can't do that because the painter's down there with wet paint. And the last thing I want is for my little puppy to be loose in the house while there's wet walls. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can understand. Okay, so I just kind of wanted to start with five of my favorite books when it came to mediumship development. So these are more of the how-tos with a little bit of philosophy kind of sprinkled in there. Now the first ones I did read back in the day were Sylvia Brown, but they show up on a different list within this. But I want to go to Gordon Smith, who is a Scottish medium, who is also known as the Psychic Barber. He is an amazing. He's going to come up a few times on this list. I've never met him or studied under him. I have um, studied under mediums who have mentored under him. But one day I do hope I meet this man because he has been such a huge impact for me in my mediumship development. But his two books on mediumship development, Intuitive Studies, which I love. There's a lot of how-to within that as well as a lot of philosophy. And then also his book, Developing Mediumship. Again, very much the same thing. There's philosophy mixed in with a little bit more of that transactional how-to. I love it. I really loved um, John Holland's book, Bridging Two Realms. I thought that one was really good. Uh, I thought it was like his best work. And of course, I love his Oracle deck as well. Um, Psychic Tarot, that was my first ever deck. So I do recommend Bridging Two Realms. I thought it was a good book because... 
it covered a little bit of everything and I really really enjoyed that now this book is new to me but I love it and it's something that a lot of my um, students actually recommended to me and I'd never heard of this woman or this book before I met Anthony Maraca and he talked about her a lot uh, when we chat offline or even in the podcast interview he mentioned this book and it's called Between Two Worlds by Janet Novick. And it's a great book. I am almost done. I think I have one chapter left to read. My thing is I read five or more books at once. So it takes me a long time to actually finish a book. But it's really good. I would recommend that one big time, Between Two Worlds. You can get it on Amazon by Janet Novick. And she's also the minister of the Journey Within Church. I attend that Sunday service every morning. I think it's fantastic. And... Um, I don't think I've ever really seen her dem, but according to the book, it sounds amazing. And she definitely is somebody who's very respected and revered in the mediumship world. Um, so I do definitely recommend that book as well. So under mediumship development, between two worlds, intuitive studies, developing mediumship, bridging two realms and then also this book that I found very helpful called the big book of psychic symbols. Now I am changing my mediumship over the past six seven months I've been working really hard at a new style of mediumship which I'm really excited about which includes no symbology but when you're first starting out a lot of things come through very symbolic for us whether they're flashes of imagery or sensations that come that just trigger a memory within yourself and I found the big book of psychic symbols to be a really cool resource for me um, early on when I was trying to navigate all the flashes of imagery that came to me that I didn't quite understand. Now, the funny thing about this book is there's actually no symbols within the book. Like, I wish that it had some actual iconic symbols of some kind. It's all words, but I really did enjoy it. It's actually one of the books I've held on to. I don't hold on to very many books, but I did hold on to that one because I did like it that much. So definitely check that one out. So when it comes to historical and inspirational mediumship, I kind of lumped these together because they're still worth mentioning, um, even though they aren't really the how-to type books for mediumship development. So I love the Mediums book by Alan Kardec. I was very much guided to get Alan Kardec in my first year of development back in 2013, 2014. And this book is kind of what sparked spiritism so before spiritualism right so we're going to early 1800s he was actually someone who was very skeptical of mediumship and he used to travel around studying other mediums and trying to find the frauds now this book a lot of the philosophies are outdated today without a doubt and they are a little bit fear-based as was a lot of the books written back in that time. They were very fear-based against dark energies and dark spirits and trickster spirits. So there's a lot of that language within it but there's also some beautiful simplicity when it comes to spiritual communication. Everything back then was really automatic writing inspirational writing not so much mental mediumship like we have more or less today but I really enjoyed reading this book and I'm still reading it it's taken me three and a half years I am almost done it I can say I read his book first the spirits book which took me I think two two and a half years to read but I do recommend the mediums book he even touches on you know the skepticism of mediums charging for money and it was interesting for me to read even back in the 1830s 1840s that it was fully acceptable for a medium with this ability to receive 
financial compensation for it because guess what? We need to eat. <laughs> and so I thought that was really refreshing and it kind of made me go along the timeline of the history of mediumship where it's like, okay, so that must have been introduced around spiritualism days. Um, spiritism, obviously, you know, coming before spiritualism. But I do recommend it. I think it's a really neat book and a really interesting way it's written and so basically they go into automatic writing sessions and they ask the spirit communicators questions and so it's a Q&A type book with the world of spirits so definitely worth looking so the mediumship of Helen Hughes by Bernard Upton is another amazing book I actually had to pay a hundred dollars for my copy because it's very hard to find um, but Helen Hughes was one of the most incredible clear audience mediums even if you Google her, the mediumship of Helen Hughes, there are some websites that show transcripts of her mediumship. And so she worked fully in her Claire audience. I won't say fully, like she didn't have any of the other Claire's, but the information that she brought through Claire audiently was so accurate and so detailed. It was shocking for the day. So this book is kind of like following her life and her life as a working medium and also some of her readings and the transcripts within it. It's amazing. Um, another one that I'm only just starting to read again, it's a historical book and it's called Awareness by Eileen J. Garrett. And this one was written during the World War II times, even the foreword of it. She talks about, I need to get this book out now because obviously the world was sensing a lot of doom, but she definitely has more of a scholarly outlook at mediumship and she even started um i can't remember the name of the organization off the top of my head but it's an organization for psychic research so she was somebody who really wanted to get to the bottom of the abilities and you know look at the the science behind it it's amazing too so again i'm only about one quarter of the way into this book but i think it's super fascinating it's a big book too i got this one on kindle and it's like over 4,000 pages. So it's probably going to take me a very long time to read it, but it's very interesting so far. I also have to give a shout out to one of my mentors, Mavis Patilla. I love her book, Droplets of God. Um, I have that one on Kindle as well. And one that I ordered and I haven't received yet, but I recently heard this person on a podcast and I actually want her to be on my podcast. I haven't reached out to her yet, but I do hope she will come on because she's somebody who started developing her mediumship in her 60s. And so I want to talk to her about the development lens for those starting later in life. So she's also a genealogist. So she's interested in like family histories and that stuff. And so she wrote this book called In Search of Marie B. Hayden, MD, the American medium who brought spiritualism to the UK. Now, here, this is the most interesting thing was I've studied a lot of historical mediumship. And I, before I heard this interview, couldn't quite place because I knew that mediumship was modern day mediumship, I should say was really kind of stemmed from the Fox sisters in, you know, Eastern USA. But I was like, but it's way bigger in the UK. Like, how did it cross over there? Like, how did it get over to the UK? And so this book kind of answers that question. So it's something I just ordered. It should be here within a week or two. Um, the podcast interview was on We Don't Die Radio. Definitely worth a listen if you're into this kind of stuff. Um, so the author's name is Sharon DeBartello. Again, on the PDF, click the link below, grab the PDF. All these books are written in a big list for you. And then here are some of my favorite books 
by mediums, about mediums. Now, as somebody who, you know, I think these are the books that I really started with. Um, I loved reading books about mediums and how they became mediums and their like mediumship journey. So they're not necessarily how to's or philosophical or anything like that. They're more about mediums and their lives. So the first one which was a very, uh, it's the first Sylvia Brown book I read and I read all her books um, and I read them all when I was quite young. But this book I actually credit to really saving my life. This was an ex- this was the first book that appeared in my life at a time where I really needed it. I was just about to go down a very slippery and dark road in my life making lots of bad decisions and one day this book appeared on my coffee table and I didn't live at home with my parents at the time or anything. And so it was like, I feel like it was literally dropped there by spirit. And it's The Other Side and Back by Sylvia Brown. If you read just one of her books, I highly recommend this book. It completely saved my life. After I read that book that night, I finished it in one day. I wrote a letter to the universe and I completely changed my life around. Completely changed around. I left my boyfriend at the time. He was really abusive. I left the lifestyle behind. I moved forward. And though my life was not perfect and it didn't really get going for another five, six years, I would be scared to know where my life would be if that book had not landed on my coffee table. So I know that that book saved my life. Um, I really love The Light Between Us by Laura Lynn Jackson. Of course, Laura Lynn Jackson is very popular now. She has since been on Goop Labs on Netflix and as well as the new series Surviving Death. She was a medium who's highlighted there. Very accurate medium. What I love about her book is that she is one of the few examples I personally know of. Of course, I don't personally know her, but I'm sure that there are other mediums who self-developed out there. But her book really highlights her journey to being a self-developed medium. She's never been mentored. And I really loved that because I keep telling people, I get a lot of people in my DMs saying, I can't afford mentorship, I can't afford classes, I can't afford this, can't afford that. And I said, you don't need money to develop mediumship. This shouldn't be a rich man's sport here, right? Um, Sorry, that's an old phrase from my motorsports days, but you can just let spirit be your mentor. And, you know, for her, maybe it took a little bit longer. I don't think she really got going for 10, 15, 20 years, but it's a beautiful way to learn. And so I really like this book. And then I also really like how much like the book I recommended above about the psychic research of Elaine Garrett with Laurelyn Jackson, she was so curious about the science behind her gifts so she wanted to be researched and studied and scrutinized and tested and so a lot of the book highlights her journey with that and i highly 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 recommend it i love the language of spirit by aboriginal medium sean leonard of course he's my favorite medium in the entire world he's the most jaw-dropping accurate humble just amazing medium i've ever seen in my life I love his book, The Language of Spirit. He's Canadian too. Whoop, whoop. And we have a very similar path in some sense where we were both like exposed to Sylvia Brown first. He was actually the first uh, Canadian who opened up a Nova Spiritist church in Canada, which was, of course, Sylvia Brown's uh, religion that she created. I don't know if it's still around, to be honest with you, but I found that to be really interesting about Sean's journey. He, um, I wish he talked a little bit more about his development. Even to this day, I have no idea how he developed, um, but I do know he's been at it for a very long time and he is by far the most phenomenal medium I have ever seen with my own two eyes and my own two years work uh, without a doubt if you ever go see him live he'll 
you'll just be blown away. He's another clear audience medium. Um, and I do think that people who work in their clear audience are probably the most accurate. <laughs> so he's another good example of that. Um, I really liked We Don't Die by Sandra Champlain. Of course, she's the host of We Don't Die Radio. I really like her. I want to ask her to come on the podcast. We do have a little bit of similarities. We both worked in the motorsports field. She still does. She caters to um, different race cars, uh, teams. And I would really like to have her on because she started this Sunday service, uh, non-denominational, but it really is kind of spiritualist if you ask me, um, because they have the same structure pretty much, but it definitely is a little bit more jazzy, if I could say that. She's someone else who I'd really like to have on the podcast, and she has some really great and interesting interviews on her podcast, We Don't Die. Uh, and my first mediumship book I think I got at my grandmother's funeral. Again, the timelines for me are a little bit tricky because um, my childhood's a bit of a blur. <laughs> but I remember at, I think it was my grandfather's funeral, actually, I got given a book called Talking to Heaven by James Von Prague. And so that was, I just put that on the list because it really stuck out for me. Um, I'm not the hugest JVP fan, um, like his style of mediumship and stuff, but who am I um, to say such things? But I do remember his book being very impactful for me in my youth and so I just wanted to throw it out here as well and then I loved Mavis's book with spirit um again it's written by someone else who just kind of like interviews her I wouldn't say it would win awards for writing style but she is one of the great living mediums right of our time right now and so again putting her into the historical reference as well as I've never met anyone and I've studied under quite a few people but I've met very few people who have such a reverence for the world of spirit and so I really love her philosophies and I think that we really need to capture them while she's here with us because she's amazing okay so books I have not read but I wanted to put on this list or else I'm going to have a bunch of people DMing me but look up other mediums that you like like Teresa Caputo Tyler Henry or Monica the medium are three that I hear a lot about they have books lots of books definitely go check them out um I don't know why I haven't been drawn to reading any of their books I try not to think about it too much <laughs> but um definitely go check them out because I know that a lot of people talk about them and say that they really enjoy their books maybe one day I will read them but right now I have way too much on the go I just ordered a few more books too. So, so here are a couple books getting a little bit away from the mediumship. Actually here, I'll skip over to the lectures on mediumship. So there are some lectures on Audible and YouTube that I absolutely love and recommend. So Gordon Higginson, or not, okay, yeah. So Gordon Higginson, who, I mean, of the past like century, he was just such an impact on spiritualism and mediumship as a whole. He had so much charisma. He was a great tutor. I wish I could have met that man. I wish I could have met him. He's an energy I actually call forward whenever I'm lecturing or teaching. And his philosophy, even though I don't necessarily agree with everything um, that he says as far as uh, philosophy goes I love listening to it and he just had so much heart and just so much wisdom in mediumship and so on the PDF actually link it if you click on his name it will take you to YouTube where there's a collection of his um, lectures and I love listening to them like my first few years of development I would go to sleep every single night I have all his lectures downloaded in mp3s still to this day 
And I would go to bed every night listening to one of his lectures. I really, really love them. And then two more lectures on mediumship that I really love are both Gordon Smith and they're both on Audible. The first one is Developing Mediumship with Gordon Smith. And the second one is The Healing Power of Mediumship by Gordon Smith. And of course, Gordon Smith, if you get to know his journey and his story, his mentor made him learn healing before she would teach him mediumship so he actually had to learn how to do hands-on healing before she would teach him how to connect with spirit and so he comes at mediumship from a very healing lens and I love it too so there's a few books that I wanted to mark down that just kind of cracked my heart open um, it's hard to make me cry and it's also hard to get me in feeling mode because I'm very much in my masculine a lot of the time because I'm very driven and I have a lot of ambition and there's so many things I want to do in this life and I'm go 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 but these books kind of made me slow down and they made me kind of crack my heart open so the first one that really I think this book really changed me fundamentally as a person and the way that I teach and the way that I create the communities in my business but it's Rise Sister Rise by Rebecca Campbell uh, that book probably top three books I've ever read collection of poetry collection of her life collection of just like wisdom and philosophy healing sister wounds love Rebecca Campbell rise sister rise I have a signed copy it's one of my most prized possessions in this life I'm never getting rid of it um, another one that I really loved was Mary Magdalene Revealed by Megan Waterston. Again, she's a theologian, Harvard studied theologian, and she talked about how Mary Magdalene was omitted from the Bibles and um, going through her version of the Bible, I suppose. I'm not religious, so pardon my, um, it's like the book of Mary Magdalene. So she talks about the different writings of Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, uh, the meanings behind them from a theological lens, the history of the Bibles that we see today why she was omitted what else was omitted and just looking at you know bringing forward uh you know the truth of her life and of her teachings so i loved that book of course i talk about this book all the time anyone who's ever had a reading with me or have studied under me or i've even mentioned on the podcast a few times i'm sure but this is probably my favorite book of my life and i read it every single year and it's The Afterlife of Billy Fingers by Annie Kagan. And I did ask Annie to come onto the podcast, but she said no. She was my first no. And she cited that she hadn't done an interview in a few years and she just didn't feel up to it. But I would have loved to have talked to her. And if you know anyone who um, died of an overdose or suffered with addictions in their life, um, this is such a fantastic book. I absolutely love it. It's my favorite book. I've read it every single year. I will continue to read it. There's so many different lessons within it. Very light affirming it gave me a lot of empathy towards people who choose an addictions path in this life and uh yeah I highly highly recommend it um I just started reading this one now I'm already three quarters of the way th for through it but it's a it's definitely gets you in the heart and it is intimate conversations with the divine by Caroline Mice of course the great Caroline Mice I have a few of her books on here she's amazing she's absolutely incredible and so this is actually a collection of her prayers and I'm someone who loves prayer from a non-religious sense um, and she doesn't do it from religious sense either um, it's just basically conversations with spirit and I really really enjoy this book and I'm already like three quarters of the way through and I just started it last week uh, of course, I have to mention Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. This is about past lives, really kind of like heart opening. I really loved it. 
of course, I have to mention as well, the Conversations with God series by Neil Walsh. Now, these ones were, took me a little bit longer to listen to. I really enjoyed the first one and I got through about half of the second one. And then there was a little bit of a skeptical side of me that came out I was like okay is this guy really channeling from God um I started getting a little bit skeptical about it but I really did enjoy the first uh version of the book or the first I guess book because there's three books around it and I do know that a lot of people accredit this book to their spiritual awakening back in the day so this one's a couple decades old now now this one's a bit funnier and lighter but this one really helped me lighten up if you've been following me on instagram for any amount of time you know back in 2018 i made the year my project lighten up because i was taking my development and my work way too seriously and not having fun with it and i really enjoyed this book you're a badass by jen sincero it's so good i think everyone needs to read it everyone needs a kick in the butt i listen to the audible version because if it's available on audible i way prefer to hear the author speak it and it was hilarious she's so funny so I do recommend that bike book and then of course I have to say Rebecca Campbell's other book her first book light is the new black it is so good um rise sister rise had a stronger impact on me but light is the new black is the same premise of the book it's a mixture of poetry a bit of her life etc etc on angels there's only three books I'm going to recommend um because again with angels like I just feel like there's so many people who make it feel very sucky, like very corny (laughs) is how I want to say it. And I'm just not really a corny person. So there's a lot of people I have not resonated with when it came to angel studies or angel work. So I'm just going to talk about the ones that um, I did resonate with, with a little bit of a disclaimer here. So Kyle Gray's book, Angel Prayers, it's one of my favorite books. Honestly, it's so good. So he gives like a little bit of a what's what on different angels. And then he writes out these beautiful prayers for each angel. And it's just such a beautiful read. For me, it's like my angel Bible. Um, I absolutely love it. And I love Kyle's approach to angel studies. He's very modern. He's very hip. He's like covered in tattoos. He's so handsome. And I love the connection that he has with angels. I absolutely love it. My favorite angel book, which I'm so sad I'm almost done, and it's called The Big Book of Angels. So The Big Book of Angels, that's all I can say. There's no author accredited to it because it looks like there's multiple authors. But what I love about it from somebody like me who really wanted to go to university to study theology back in the day, it talks about angels from all the different historical um, religions. So it talks about from a Catholic lens and then a Islamic lens and a Muslim lens and um even I can't remember all the names of all the different religions but there's like it gives it a very non-biased look at angels and how they appear across the very different faiths and the impact that they had on those faiths and then it was also peppered throughout with a bunch of angel stories so I guess a woman who started this message board in the 90s on angels people would share their angel stories and so it's a whole collection of angel stories as well now again you have to be very comfortable with God talk and you have to be very comfortable being open to different religions and different viewpoints but I love this book this is by far the best angel book I've ever read and I'm probably going to read it a hundred times in this life so good um and then I loved Angels in My Hair by Lorna Barn um so this book though I will say I really enjoyed the book I did listen to it um on Audible um but I do not believe in Lorna's philosophies 
right? So she's very more like ancient Catholic. She does not believe in like women's rights. Um, there are some things that she has come out and said that I do not agree with at all. Like we have very different um, belief systems and we have very different, I guess, approaches to life. But this book was really good. So it still made my list because I thought it was beautiful and I really enjoyed it. Um, okay, so some books on healing and books that I found to be healing for the spiritual journey because I'll tell you, it's becoming more and more apparent to me that the mediumship development journey and the spiritual development journey, aka your healing journey as a person, they just go so hand in hand. And I've gone through a couple dark nights of the soul for the past couple of years. I'm not quite ready to talk about them. I will talk about them on the podcast eventually um, when I've transcended them a little bit more. But I have realized that every single time there's like this up leveling in my mediumship abilities, it's always following some deep healing work that I'm doing for myself. And so you don't want to just read stuff on mediumship or about mediums. You got to open up to kind of like the self-help and the self-healing journey as well. So that's the kind I created this little list within um, the book here. I just noticed I have a couple missing on here, but it's okay. So the healing books I want to talk about is You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. I mean, that's a Bible, right? Like that's a Bible to life. I actually only read that book last year and I almost died of shock because I was like, I feel like I've been channeling Louise Hay in my sessions for like six years because so much of the things I have said to for, said from spirit to my clients, even on this more psychic level, more than even just like a mediumistic level is like exactly what Louise Hay was talking about. I was blown away. I was like, okay, is Louise, is Queen Louise Hay here like a guide to me or something? Because I talk about this stuff all the time and I don't know where I learned it from and I didn't read her book till last year but I find myself referencing her work quite a bit I really love it and I love the back of this book where there's this glossary so it's like oh my back hurts okay well back is related to not feeling stable or not feeling safe Okay, so then I got this headache. Well, headache is et cetera, et cetera. There's all these different more spiritual and emotional aspects to um, our discomfort and our diseases. And this is kind of what she gets into in this book. And I really, really enjoy it. I love The Shift by Dr. Wayne Dyer. I will admit I haven't read the book. I actually saw the documentary, but I do know it's a book. And if the book, books are usually better than what you see on TV. So I can only imagine that this book is phenomenal and amazing. Now, this is a big one. The next one is The Dark Side of Light Chasers by Debbie Ford. This is all shadow work. And I have listened to this book and I have read this book. And I had a hard time finishing it because you just feel so seen. You're like, oh my God, that's me. Okay, yep, that's my problem. I totally get that. And so I highly recommend that book as well. Another book I have read at least, <laughs> and I should say listen to, this is another one I have on Audible, but another book I have listened to so many times is um, Advanced Energy Anatomy by Caroline Mice. Now, I love Caroline Mice. I think she's phenomenal. She's another great one. I'm going to be so sad to lose one day as she's starting to age and get older, but she's still so peppy and lively. So I'm sure that's not happening anytime soon. But her book, Advanced Energy Anatomy, her book, um, The Anatomy of Spirit, is definitely more popular. But this book for me, which talks about four different archetypes that we all have, um, like, every human have which is like the prostitute the child the victim and the saboteur 
and she talks about finances and she talks about like chasing dreams and she talks about health she she talks about all these different things that we encounter in our life from those four different archetypes and it's so phenomenal i cannot recommend it enough and i love her audiobooks because she always records her audiobooks in front of a live audience and i know that i've tried to record classes live and not live and the live ones definitely have like an energy behind them so there's like an energy behind this energy book Another one that will make you feel so seen that you may be triggered is The Expectation Hangover by Christine Hassler. This book changed my life. I've been on her podcast. I love her podcast. She changed my life in over 20 minutes just last year. Um, She has a a podcast called Over and On With It. I highly recommend it. She's an amazing coach and she's very intuitive without a doubt. But this book, Expectation Hangover, because a lot of our suffering is because of unmet expectations that we place on ourselves and others. And this book completely addresses that. So if you're somebody who likes to suffer because of unmet expectations, you got to check out this book. But I'm warning you, you will be triggered and you will be like, oh my God, how does she see in my head? So good. Another book I really love by Dr. Wayne Dyer is 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace. Again, this is an audible that I got through my library app. um, And I believe that he's recording this to like a graduating class. But it's phenomenal. It's something that I've listened to over and over and over again. And I pick up different wisdoms and nuggets every single time I listen to them. So now I just want to talk about a few books about the cosmos because these are also books I've held on to and I've really enjoyed. So this is more about the moon and astrology, but I love New Moon Astrology by Jan Spiller. Um, This actually, I used to write New Moon articles um, years ago and I remember I was on a walk on the way home and I heard spirit say to me very clearly, you need to write about the new moon. And I'm like, I know nothing about the new moon. Like, what are you talking about? The moon. Um, this was back in 2017 and I went, I went home. I was like literally around the corner from home and I was renting my friend's apartment out at the time with my kids and my husband while we were between homes. And that night I actually went to go write a blog entry about chakras and I go to my library shelf and there, this is the second book that's ever appeared to me, but there's a book there called New Moon Astrology. I was like, whoa, Spirit was just talking about the new moon earlier. Now understand, I rented this place empty. This book is not a book I bought at all, ever. It literally was in my bookshelf. And so I knew Spirit was trying to get me to learn about the moon. Of course, I have like a moon course now and all this fun stuff. And the moon was actually part of my work for a very long time. I used to host moon circles in town every month on the new moon. And yeah, it was a big deal for me. Um, I also love Yasmin Boland's Moonology. If you're somebody who watches my weekly Spirit Um, messages I know you guys love the monthly ones on this podcast but I do weekly ones on my YouTube channel Um, I use the Moonology deck a lot I love it and her book is amazing I learned so much from her book Um, it's probably my favorite resource when it comes to uh, moon work is Moonology I also love it so simple but the only astrology book you'll ever need by Joanna Martine Wolf Fork okay you need the pdf okay because I can't say these names it's a huge ass book and it's again very simple big letters digestible for somebody who's so curious about astrology but um, doesn't know what's what I love this book for that a very complicated book and one that is very uh, over my head but very detailed and I have to recommend it because if I look at my chart And then I go look up something in this book. It is very accurate. And it's called The Twelve Houses by Howard Sesportis. 
um, it's again, if you want to see how little the writing is in like the Bible, it's like that through this whole book. But if I'm like, oh, I have Saturn in my second house. What does that mean? I'll go to this book and I'll look up Saturn in the second house. And it's incredibly accurate. I love it so much. Now, finally, I want to talk about books on end of life and grief um, because, of course, I'm an end of life doula and I can't leave without um, giving you guys these books. Let me just pull it up because for some reason, two of them got deleted um, off my list. But I just want to make sure that I pull this up very quickly and I don't edit my podcasts, as you guys know. So you're going to get this imperfect and raw and real. Uh, I just want to make sure I pull these up and have them right that they're on the PDF. Okay, so Caring for the Dying by Henry Fursco Weiss. This is a book that was mandatory for us as part of my end of life doula training. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, so I highly recommend that one. Again, it talks about caring for someone who's dying really and then I love it because it does talk about different experiences um, that dying people have the different reflections that they have the legacy projects like what's going on with the families I really really enjoyed it I also really enjoyed The Needs of the Dying by David Kessler that was another book um, that again just kind of for me from a mediumship lens because I have fortunately never had to ha care for somebody who is going to transition yet. Um, it really did give me a perspective that I didn't have on what my clients would have gone through because this does come up quite a bit in my readings and I really wanted to do this training so that I had a better understanding, a better uh, lens of empathy for my clients that I work with. And then finally, I can't leave this topic of end of life and grief without mentioning Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and her book on death and dying. She really up-leveled the end-of-life doula industry and she really brought the death conversation to the table. I highly recommend her book and I love On Death and Dying. <laughs> that sounds so weird to say. Um, okay, so you guys, if you've made it this far, this is it. These are the books that have really impacted my life on my short 38 years here so far. So again, if you're curious about any of these, just hit the link below um, and then grab your PDF and they're all listed there. And if you have any books that you think I would be interested in, definitely, you know, screenshot the episode, go on Instagram if you can, because that's mostly where I hang out, tag me in it and recommend another book that I read. And I will add it to my very long list of books that I still not have re yet read that I'm dying to read. So hopefully you enjoy this podcast episode. I hope you guys are amazing. Just a little shout out. I get a lot of questions about when I'm going to run the Empowered Podcaster again. So I finally picked a date. It's going to be March 13th. So Saturday, March 13th from 11 to 2.30 Pacific time. So at three hours for Eastern. Um, I will, I'm not ready to post the link to register yet. That will be coming later this week, but I will be running it again. And you will have the option to attend live or purchase the replay. So very excited. I think we had almost 20 podcast launches from the first time we ran the Empowered Podcaster. And I'm so excited that these people are out there sharing their powerful voice and their powerful messages. We're all worthy of being heard. We're all worthy of being seen and I am so excited to even just be the smallest part on the path for you guys so looking forward to running that again and I will see you guys next week